Hello and welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Mike and Lauren. It is Monday, September 5th. In this episode, City of Liverpool draw, Manchester United wins its first big game of the season as they beat Arsenal, who stumbled to their first loss. But first, Mike, you know it's my favorite thing. It's back! VAR is the worst. I hate it. What say you to my VAR death spiral? The less um, we talk about it, the better. But yeah, exactly. I just, I'm over it. Well, you know what? Look, like... They made it less or, or more vague uh, on the offside ruling, and um, I, I think that that's been good overall for the game. I, I'm staying above the fray on this because I don't see anything that comes out of it other than the shit that we used to sound annoyingly just just so unoriginal. Uh, everybody yeah. is just like, that's that's not. It's, there's nothing coming from it. There's nothing that's going to happen. You know what? You know what you guys should do. You should riot. You should go outside the stadium <laughs> and grab your st- your signs and your pitchforks and your torches and go threaten to burn some buildings down. Because last time you did that, the Super League was dead on arrival. So <laughs> you want to kill VAR? Go threaten yeah. people's lives. I, I, I've got I things. I've got things. Point. I've got things. So it's back. I think this is new, though. Here's the thing that's new. We have this – so so there were at least three or four. Let me see if I can rattle them off. Uh, we had the Arsenal pushing it back on Erickson from Odegaard. Yeah. Foul probably, whatever. I thought it was uh, Okay. We had Mendy – we had uh, Bowen on a hurdle kick Mendy that was going to level that game. I had that game as a draw, plus 225. I was not happy about that uh, <laughs> because it was a goal. They did all the celebrating. They did the yeah. whole thing. In your game, you had you had Richarlson do a celebration, takes his shirt off. They chalked that one off. You have an amazing thunder cunt goal from McAllister that would have been that a was goal criminal. of a season that type of goal. Com- complete on the half volley thunderbolt. And then what's even better about it is that he gets it back, which is incredible, yeah. even better. Uh, that one's chalked off. And then there's a goal in the Newcastle. Um, Palace game where there's a push in the back, it pushes into the goaltender, goalkeeper, and they call call. All in all, it's it's not anything different from regular VAR. But here's the thing that I have that's really annoying, that I don't like at all. We're getting into a re-refereeing mode. So you have two things that happen yeah. at the same time. One is they are trying to let things flow and let fouls go because they want the game to go instead of calling fouls. Okay, let's put that over here. You let that happen and don't call things unless there's a goal, in which case you have to go back and re-referee because you didn't call the foul that you would have called in the past. That's the one that I have for the um, for the for the uh, the uh, the Odegaard goal uh, against United. They don't call the foul, which would have been fine had they not scored a goal. But once they scored a goal, then they have to go back and call the foul. It's just like. What are you doing? Don't re-ref the games. And the, the 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 excitement piece for just going to a couple of the goals to the McAllister goal, that's such a great goal that's chalked off on an offside that on a technicality. On technicalities, right? Like I'm not sure what to do. Like I do I know we don't want to go too far down it. I want to go into the scores and then into the United well, game. Well let's just start with this, right? Like where do you draw the line? Because it just on that keeps exact, getting pushed up. Whatever, well, whatever okay. the line is, the argument just okay, moves but up. We've to had that this level. exact conversation, I think, on previous episodes where yeah. you've got um, that using the United Arsenal example is a perfect uh, parallel. If I foul a player, it doesn't get called. 
I go down and I get and I have a shot blocked and it goes out for a corner and we score off the corner. Well, wait, now now you can't go back because that's a second phase. That's yes, a second that's phase of play. Yes. Oh bullshit! Bullshit! Right, but how far? When? How far do you it's go back? All, uh, theoretically, and I'm not suggesting that it that this should go further, right? But like, I mean, where all of this? We said this before. It's 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 a an attempt at precision. In an otherwise sport that doesn't have any interest in accuracy whatsoever. How many no. minutes do you want to add on? Ah, fuck. I don't know. Four. Yeah, if you really want to get like, it's got to be right. Put a fucking clock in the stands that everyone right. can see. Right. Like, what are we doing? Right. right. We, had that, so, we had that with the, with, the, with the Liverpool game two days ago in midweek. There's been so many games. I don't, I don't even know if that wasn't this midweek. That was last midweek. Whatever. Well, Spurs almost got scored on against Fulham at the end too. And I, and I didn't know this until I was in, in the stadium. You're sitting at home. You know how much time is left in the game. They say 90 plus six, and you don't know if it's four. I mean, everyone has a cell phone, and if you're a geek, you just put the time on. But (laughs) Sure, but like uh, most people aren't. Oh, by the way, people are watching the game and look up and go back to the game. Actually, another one. There's the Coutinho scored a a go-ahead goal for Aston Villa that was – Called off for offside because the referee just blew the whistle when we're caught when we let everything play forever. They blows the yeah. whistle, city stops, and then Coutinho puts it in. And oh, wow. George's like, "What the what the fuck are you guys doing?" Yeah. <laughs> so there's just so much. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to feel. My general idea is just no VAR. Just don't do it. Just just offside, and only and only if we can get it to. Black and white offside, not the not not the offside where is he standing in the line thing. Hold on, I think we've gotten to black and white offside. I think that they they whatever they did, they thickened the lines, which means no, but the that, margins that are little... fine. It's the it's the, the one that would happen to Brighton with a Wepu was it was a judgment offside. Did his interference? Uh, yeah, 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 that yeah. version of offside where it's still a judgment call, and the guy just uh, I think like you kick your foot. So, in okay, the but. Offside is the the uh, the role of the the, for, uh, the the sideline official, right? Yes. How can he possibly be in correct position to see that, right? So I kind of argue that you do need VAR for that. If if you so much, by the way, you know what else you do? You can just take it. You can just take that fucking rule out. You know what? <laughs> Hockey makes literally guys make millions of dollars screening Standing the goalie. The- <laughs> fucking go screen the goalie. I know. I, don't I know. Care. So, so, the, so that I mean, the, there's a there's a line. I don't know. There's that, and then oh, by the way, I've missed one more. This is stupid was, American. Episode. It was another hand. I got mad. People got mad at me on 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 Reddit. I've been writing on Reddit that, that are fun. Uh, I wrote like I put like thirty cities where if I'm a franchise version of football, they should people went insane. They're like, you're evil. You should die for even considering a version of sport that makes more money. <laughs> don't worry about. It. Vienna should have a team. Anyway, um, so I will get to the scores in a minute. But the last thing was there's one more. There's a handball in the Bournemouth game where the guy just gets – he's running out to the shot at full speed. He turns his body. The ball hits his hand. They call the penalty. Yeah. Like, what are you supposed to do? Anyway, I hate it. I hate it. I want no VAR. I watched a championship highlight show. Guy freaking did a clear handball. Play on. Nobody saw it. it, it I mean, look, that also does bring the onus back onto the – all VAR uh, has done is give the referees a pass. Just put two referees on the field before you go to video. 
How about that? Yeah. Why not, you know, try, tr- put three. Like, how about this? Just one in each half. They don't have to run up and down. They're not tired. Like, just <laughs> what are you guys doing? Like, <laughs> the NFL has like 14 guys going, oh, that's the holding guy. That's the this guy. That's the back judge. It's the front judge. Like, why don't we do it that way? Like, that's a good point. I know. Anyway. So, and then as hey, a head referee, some scores in here. Happening. let's get, let's go to the scores. <laughs> okay. So the early game was nil, nil Everton, Liverpool. This was a really, really good nil, nil Everton. I think go away from this game, feeling really good at home. Having three, gotten draw. four posts total three by Liverpool. Thank you. Very uh, much. Yeah. I mean, but, but Liverpool are still not firing. No solid goals. No, nothing. Chelsea two, West Ham one again. Can be aggrieved. West Ham should have had this. Moyes lost his mind. Pulisic started. He was bad. Brozier came on again with Mount. Well, Chelsea looked a lot better. Your boy, uh, well, who's that? Who's that fullback that you like? I can't remember his name. Uh, Chilwell came on Chilwell. and scored a really good goal. Your boys from Tottenham beat Fulham. Tough game. You managed it on your own. Very defensive. Mitrovic with another goal, a really nice one. Brentford. We had, uh, yeah, we had a Richarlison goal t- chalked off that would have killed the game, and Mitrovic almost took Fulham back to a draw single hand. Oh, that's that right, I scary. remember that. Uh, Brentford five two versus Leeds. Brentford were really good in this game. Even Tony with the hat oh. trick, so so Wait, good. Did you oh. see the third goal yet? I saw it. Yes, on the chip oh. on the on the rounding. The free kicks were short, oh. and then the penalty was really good. Really good all around from Brentford. I picked the wrong week to stop sniffing glue. Uh, Newcastle nil, Crystal Palace nil. Newcastle are still playing well. They're not really getting the wins you'd expect. Uh, Isak also had a really good breakaway again, but the goalkeeper saved it. Wolves get off to Schneid. They actually have a striker. And guess what the big news is with Wolves? Diego Costa. (laughs) Yeah. Amazing. Uh, Southampton, again, call themselves playing well, only lose 1-0 to this. Uh, Nottingham Forest are up to lose 3-2 to Bournemouth. Playing out from the back, making mistakes. Solanke with a really nice volley. Bournemouth, uh, maybe they should have fired Parker earlier, but this is a bad loss for Forrest if they want to stay up. I thought they were going to be a team that stay up. I really had a lot of faith in Cooper. Now I'm not sure. Forrest and Bournemouth are still the two teams I think are going down. Villa won. Manchester City won. Gerard gets off to Schneid. Holland gets his 10th goal in six. But this is a this is a game that City win most of the time. I don't like City have these games. They've usually started the season really bad. We talked very briefly. Brighton 5, Leicester 2. Leicester are fucking awful. No fight, no nothing. Brighton blew the doors off them and were never in trouble. Really good goals. Uh, McAllister with two. Could have had a hat trick. Um, uh, Daka had one. Our friends from Africa did some good work there. Uh, Caicedo had one. Iannaccio had one early. So Leicester had a goal in the first minute. No sweat off Brighton's back. They yeah. go back. They keep fighting, and they kill. They kill Leicester City. Uh, Brendan Rodgers is gonna get fired if the way things are going. And then finally, finally, we'll go right into this one: Manchester United three, Arsenal one. And what say you about this one? This was a really good game. Yeah, it was back and forth. It, uh, you know, Peter Drury uh, kept talking about how this used to be the game of the season, right? And it was. and how it was on its way of getting back to relevance. And it felt it felt like a big game, right? Like, yeah. and it actually, if you if you told me that one team was one team was four and zero, and the other was kind of finding their way through the Premier League, and it's an early night game, early excuse me, an early season night game at Old Trafford. Um, I'd be like, wow, yeah, okay. So how did Arsenal figure out their way? Like, no, 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 hold on. 
those roles were reversed, right? So um, Arsenal threw a couple of punches early. They obviously had the goal taken off the board, and they get one back. Um, and, and United didn't flinch, which was actually really, really interesting. Um, obviously, Rashford with two, but uh, the real story for me is that pass that Bruno played, right? He's been everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um much deeper role, and it's watching him and Erickson kind of on a push that's, pull relationship. That's the key. It unlocks. Yeah. They unlock. It's Erickson. It's having what people have been saying. I sort of had an argument. There was a lot of good chatter in our WhatsApp group. I'll put it into the link into the description during the show. If you want to be talk to the game, talk to us about the games. We have like ten guys now in the WhatsApp group. We're talking about the games. Mike Chari can join in. Um, it's a little bit wacky. Different teams from different teams, but the thing we knew was that United. People would just sort of shout McFred, McFred, McFred. But why? Because those two together could not get the ball off the defense and turn it into attack at a way that was unexpected. They were always predictable. They'd turn, you'd be like, oh, it'd be really slow. Having that number 14 in Erickson take the ball off Lissandro Martinez and turn and have Bruno Fernandez be in front of him and have it be precise, quick, and movable is just completely changed how quickly United can go into attack, into the front players. And it was Bruno and Erickson over and over again, but mostly on the break. I mean, they just sort of sat back and defended. I mean, Arsenal still had the ball, but when it was time to turn and become an attacking force, United really broke through the lines quickly, and that's how they scored their goals. Yeah, really good. Really, really good. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the thing that that – the thing that shocked me about the, the the pass from Bruno was that, you know, these players know they're always being marked, and so when they have a moment to look up, they see they the, they they recognize two things: one, holy shit, I'm alone, and two, where is he? Where is he? There he is. And it, the, just forgetting for a second the actual physical skill, the outside boot through ball. Yeah, um, that's the the second goal or the last goal? Uh, I believe it was the second one. Um, the the, the one that broke it. The, the last goal was just a mistake. They were just broke. Right. They broke through. Yeah. Well, and it was actually that was an interesting part too. Um, he really brought on like three attacking players. He's like, I don't care. Like, I'm going for not just the draw. He's like, I want to keep going and getting getting. And it was a mistake myself. because he made that change and it uh, gave up a goal right away. Yeah, but I mean, it maybe it was a little early, a little desperate. But I don't necessarily hate the move itself. No, no. If it works, he's a genius, right? Sure. Um, but no, just the two things about that, that Bruno pass, right? Like a, he, he identifies the, the freedom and then B, he immediately finds Rashford, like a, like a T 1000, like there it is right there. And bang, uh, he's off to the races. So yeah, I mean, it was, um, a comprehensive performance from United, I'd say. Um, they, 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 let's go back one though. We yeah. do have to give, you know, Anthony plays, it's a big deal. You know, the hundred million yeah. bound player, he seemed what I liked about him was confidence. He didn't seem rattled. He was into it. He kisses the badge. Yeah. It's a little early for badge kissing, 35 minutes in. But it was an easy goal. I think Zinchenko got sucked over to the ball. And, you know, just it, things broke down because Gabriel jumped out at, at Fernandez, at, at Fernandez mm-hmm. who tyranny plays advantage, which allows the goal to happen. But Fernandez just is one of the players I hate the most. He just – every touch is a roll around. Every call, he's in someone's face. His teeth are off sides. His teeth are off sides. He drives me fucking insane. I recognize how great he is. I recognize the sort of leadership role he takes. You know, you have a hot and cold, and Erickson is just like chill, Danish, doesn't talk loud, just plays with his, just does his talking with his feet. And then you've got 
you know, Fernandez, who's this chatterbox, pop, 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 uh, but the team was good. And I think, you know, United fans have to be really happy. They were, you know, after those two losses, it was a disaster. And, you know, Ten Hag makes the move, benching, uh, makes the move, sorry. He makes a couple moves. One, he gets $60 million in the door. I don't think we can underestimate the power of the signing of Casemiro, whether he's playing or not. What that says to the players, what it says to the team, it's like, oh, we're going to get lifted up. I well, think there's a lot is, of that. Well, hold on. Even before that, he puts Lissandro Martinez on the field rather than Harry Maguire, right? So well, right, right, right. But they, but, they, but they lost that first game with Martinez badly. Sure. But I mean, yeah. you give him, but but with Maguire, if I remember correctly. But right, with Maguire, correct. Yes, Varane and Martinez now. Uh, and that's, that's and everything's that working. Right. Every single game that they win and that they work, I feel like there's a. I had a conversation on on Reddit about it. They were like, why don't United fans like Ronaldo? It's not that they don't like Ronaldo. It's that the force of his personality, he's bigger than the club. He might be bigger than the Premier League. To play with him, for all these 20-year-olds, he's a giant magnet of energy that you you can't control the squad if he's playing. Right. So by removing him and every moment that he's removed and United win is another like, – there's a giant dial of the Tago meter – the Ten Hogometer, it's moving and is a battle between he and Ronaldo. It's moving Ten Hog's way because every time they win, every move, every change, every moment of practice, bringing Rashford back in and having it work. Listen, are they playing counterattacking football that Ole played? Yes, because they tried to play Ten Hog's way. And like a smart manager, he's like, this team is not ready to play the way I want to play. We got to play this way. And some people aren't, don't do that. And he did. Oh. Some people just walk right into the storm, and that's you know how you get shit canned after six games, right? But um, <laughs> no, no I, and I, I thought it was interesting actually going back to this this match. They bring on Ronaldo with about thirty minutes, and I, I tweeted this from our our, our account. Uh, thirty minutes up a goal, and Ronaldo's coming on. He's not somebody who tracks back. He's not somebody who presses the defense. And 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 I wondered what the utility of that is with the lead, especially playing on the counter. I get that he's the guy up there. It's funny. I, was on watching, side. I, I kept watching for Bruno because I had him at a shot prop. And I and I actually when I would be surprised when I saw Ronaldo enter the uh, the field of vision on a uh, on the second half of the, the field, right? Or on the defensive half of the field. He like, did oh, wow. do that. He was part of the action that got oh, Ericsson free, right? Uh oh, for the for the third goal? I think he was. Potentially, but sure. Not. But uh, but all I'm saying is that's not the guy, even if it's an attacking player. That's not the guy I would have brought on. Not not to speak ill of Ronaldo, but like we've said it many times, he's just not what you need in that situation. And then lo and behold, Arsenal scores two minutes later. Not saying that these are directly connected, but I just thought it was kind of funny. I'm like, well, at least now you're not defending a goal. He can go be a Yeah, and, and we haven't talked Arsenal. I mean, Arsenal were, have been playing the way we've expected them to play. I thought they played really well. I thought Jesus was doing his thing. He didn't quite get the assist for the soccer goal, but it's it's his run that forces the error that Odegaard does, that nice straight pass into, into Jesus that then Saka gets on and they score their goal. Uh, the, the Martinelli goal that was chalked off was really, you know, that was Odegaard pressing. Uh, I think one of the secret things about Odegaard that I think is sort of underrated, he's not just some silky, you know, uh, pick lock on picker. He, he defends, like he goes after people. He's running, he's pressing, he's Mm -hmm. on top of people. He's got a, and I know this because he played at Sociedad. He does have a David Silva quality to him, uh, except yeah, instead of playing on the left side, he plays on the right side. He does do the sort of spinny, spinny move. 
It doesn't shoot much. He's got a. He does have it. Remind me of David Silva now. No one is David Silva. David Silva is one of the greatest <laughs> Premier League players ever. But uh, Odegaard is in that mold. If you want to sort of think about a hardworking leader who doesn't lose the ball, you can trust. Like he's got ticks all the boxes, and I really like watching Arsenal with him in the team. He's just got a thing that you like when you see him. Um, and you know, Arsenal shouldn't feel bad about losing this game. I think. You know, they just got hit on a break. And those finishes from Rashford were, especially the second one, was really, really good. And then the other one was just, you know, they just lost. It was just a good game. But it does, yeah. it does, it does give, it does put some doubt into Arsenal, right? The hell, oh, yeah. we were there. But, you know, if you would have told Arsenal fans six games in, you'd be five and one. They would have said. On top of the yes, table. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> um, absolutely. And I mean. Again, I, I, I was throwing cold water on the Ken Arsenal win the league conversation a week ago, not because I don't think that they can, or not, because whether I think they can or they can't is relevant because it was August 31st or whatever day it was, right? So, like, yeah. pretty calm the fuck down. Um, but again, like I said, they have what 12 points in the bag that they are going to use in that top four race that the, that's going to be weaponized in, in March and April and May. The thing is, on. it's going to get even tougher now. So, like, well, sure. I, I now don't know. Like, I, I think if you think about a month ago or two months ago, was it a month? I don't even know. The season is flying. Um, you know, I had I had Tuchel. I had Chelsea in the top four as a vote for Tuchel because of the unknown unknown of Ten Hag and mm-hmm. Arteta. But now I'm like, if if United are going to be a, a 20 win team, I don't think that's unreasonable. 20 wins is a lot. Sure. That puts them in that 65, 70 range. Yep. 70s a lot. It's going to be like 70s, someone 70s right around the line. Someone really really good that top 4 race in that battle. And I think that City and United well City I think is probably going to take away, take off. But maybe that intensity of being pushed by Liverpool they won't because if Liverpool is going to be down, that means that City like the ceiling is going to go down if the intensity goes down. And they're all sort of chopping and changing at each other. That yeah. maybe it's going to be a 90-point season, not a 94-point season. Exactly. Yeah. By the way, 70 gets you uh, fourth place in every year uh, since 2018-19. 2017, the, the Centurions year, 75 was fourth place. There was some 66s in there because I know that. Oh, yeah, there were. Yeah. No, <laughs> 71 is the line. Spurs did it twice with 71 in the last four or five yeah. years. Yeah, but there's been some 79s. Like, if you look back, there's like when the league was less deep, the top four, like Arsenal was in the 70s and would hit Yeah, sure. Sure. So um, let's go to let's go to where do I want to go? I want to I want to do the Merseyside Derby. Just because I was hoping was, you would because that's the game I had too. And I just yeah. um, the story really for me good. is that really Everton good. got off the mat. You know they were uh, nobody has given more shit to Everton in the first month plus of the season than me. And uh, I yeah, thought I've this been, was easy I've been money. more supportive of late. I think I, I'm coming around on Fat Frank. Uh, I, yeah, I thought this was easy money. Um, but Damari Gray and Neil Mope looked really great. He brought the wipes. He looked good. He was at it. He, he missed a sitter. Oh, God. oh, I know. I know. But that's but not that's necessarily – That's his thing. <laughs> but the, the thing is, is that, like, I just – I expected just a shit kicking. And I know that it's a Merseyside Derby. And if there is a game where Goodison can lift them early in the season, yeah, it's this sure. one. Yeah. Um but let's be very clear about something. Liverpool hit the post three times, right? Like, and and, well, and, was and, added, and, and Pickford added. made eight saves and all yeah. those things. Sure, yeah. but the XG wasn't that far off from each other. It wasn't. It yeah. wasn't. And I have a bone to pick with how they calculate that. But nonetheless, I don't think they the count the had their chances too. <laughs> oh no, they have it at two point two to one point one. Yeah, that's actually more like it. 
Yeah. Um, I would want to call Davies out one post for Everton, right? Like, yeah, yeah, was, yeah. One player options. that freaking Amadou Onana is something mm-hmm. else, man. That dude yeah. is a midfielder du jour, de power. And I think once they get Adrisa Gay Ghana back in the lineup at a regular basis and they play the both of them together, like Tom Davis should not play. Uh, it's nice to have him playing. He's a local kid. He's in the Derby, but he's a squad player. Uh, he should he should, he would be like a starting player on a championship team. But what you want to yeah. see is you want to have their three be Iwobi, Gay, and Onana. And the one that I love and I can't get over is Iwobi is fucking transformed, and we have to give Lampard credit for that. He's on the ball. He's moving things around. If they had anything looking like a striker, it's starting to fall into place. Like you can see the squad and the question of how they're going to work of what this team is going to be. And, you know, they are going to survive this, this D, this DCL thing. And from there, you know, you, 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 you sort of can start to see, Oh, oh this team's going to work. It's going to function. It's going to be yeah. a real team that goes, sends out their best 11. It's going to be Tarkovsky. It's going to be Cody, Mikalenko, Onana. It will be, you know, uh, and they're just going to ground it out. They're going to figure out how to get those goals. And and Gordon, they're just going to be like, oh, Everton's okay. They're going to be 12 to 15. They're going to be, they're not going down. They're fine. And then they can see where they are from there. So I think this is one of those statements where Frank gets, gets a little bit more love and a little bit more credit. And then we can go to his friend. And then you got any more for that game or you want to? Uh, well, just on this game real quick, coming up, I think Everton goes to, um, to the Emirates. So yeah. this is the hero game for Everton, right? This is the they the take something on this game. It's huge. Well, that's well, that's what I'm saying, right? So, um, you know, you got a result against Liverpool, which is going to feel like three points. It's not, but it's going to feel that way. Yeah, they have, um, don't have a win yet, but they have four draws. So let's see if they can. You know, I, I'm not saying I need a result out of them at the at the Emirates. But it's more but playing well. But how are you doing? Because I'm still not buying the I'm not buying the stock on Everton yet, and no, uh, no, no, it's understandable. I think there's a lot of risk there. So I think when you um, see Ghana and Onana together, I think that's going to be the change sure, because sure. all of a sudden they're not going to get played through, and they have this big, strong, really creative young midfielder. I mean, he must be like six three, running through makes a big, big difference mm-hmm. because I think you know as I get better at understanding football. And understanding how it works and understanding, like, I look at your team and I see Betancourt. I'm like, God, he makes such a fucking difference, <laughs> especially yep. next to Hoiberg. Hoiberg's kind of a bit less fluid. He, he can take things, but he doesn't. But once he gets it to Betancourt, Betancourt does a turn and it, and it moves, right? He kind of up. has a little yeah. bit more fluid, a little bit more dancey, and he kind of just turns it and makes things move. So, uh, I mean, City, uh, so that's where I that's what I see for Everton. That would be a huge, huge result if they can get anything off them. Um, let's go to my team. So we go from Fat Frank to to Stevie to Slip and Stevie. I, yeah, I didn't see much of this, but uh, uh, I do I, know I, that uh, <laughs> them not hitting the money line and Holland getting three shots. By the way, none in the first half. Three shots, not four. Ruined my college football Saturday. So, um, so this was a very controlled City performance. That was not. It's one of these games that City has that. You know, I, I said to you, oh, they didn't score in the first five minutes. Oh, that they're fucked. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I mean, Villa were really, really good for once. He they he seemed to get a performance out of them. So that's how you know that Villa are not quitting on. Uh, they're not quitting on on 
on Manchester on on his on Gerard yet. But City getting a 1.4 xG to a 0.2 for Villa means yes they control the game, but City against Villa should be in a, in a two range where they're really just putting a lot of shots on goal and doing a lot of damage. And they didn't. And I thought you know uh, uh, Leon Bailey had two shots in the second half. The first half was nothing to talk about. It was awful, unwatchable. Like um, I know how there is a boring, boring city. Even City fans, we do get this kind of like, wow, they're so good. Look at them just pop the ball around. Bing, bang, boom, bang, bing, bang, boom, bang. And then I think somewhere in his first half, Holland gets his goal. He's now on 10. Uh, Coutinho comes on. And then there's another change that I didn't like. Riyad Mahrez comes on. But I guess he has to play. And City are just kind of, I think, later in the game, uh, especially later in the game, Villa are just like, you know what? Fuck this. We got this. We're gonna we're gonna get this game done. Uh, the goal comes from um, the the battleship Rodri staying on the ball too long. They grab it off him, get a shot on goal. Leon Bailey left foot, no problem. The win is there, but City just don't quite add it. They never really kick on. They don't really create that much. You can sort of see the problem, right? In you can get a sense of how much City just held onto the ball and didn't do much. Rodri, Cancelo, Ruben Diaz, John Stones, Kyle Walker are all over 97 touches. No one in the front line is over 50. <laughs> so, or few, I mean, no one's over 75. So they're, well, they're kind I of mean, just like yeah. backing it around in the back and kind of just futzing around. So very well, frustrating. Full Sevilla then. Uh, it was yeah. a result they needed to have. And they needed it. It brings up the, uh, you know, there's a, there's a couple of things we're going to be excited for next week. But one of them is, uh, you know, the Sword of Damocles is hanging. It's waiting to cut off either... Gerard or Rogers neck. Uh, or well, Rogers well, now I don't think it's, I don't think it's Dyche anymore. I think that he may, he, those teams don't strike me as teams that would take him. It's got to no. come from somewhere else. It might be, it might be someone like, you know, if Nottingham Forest is really doing badly, I mean, I don't expect them to be, but if they're doing really bad, maybe mm-hmm. if Bournemouth slip, I mean, Bournemouth did have get off the Schneider. We'll talk about that game in a minute. I mean, we don't I have think to. It's going to be Everton. <laughs> you think you? No way, no way. They won't do that. Everton well, fans. I mean, the Everton fans would riot. They do not want Deich. They hate Benitez. They hate that defensive shit. They don't want it. They won't want it. They will kill not to have that type of shit in their park. <laughs> See, uh, but tell me, tell violence me, and you get things done. Yeah, tell me about this. Uh, this Tottenham win, just to to. Let's sort of quell some problems with your with your boy Sonny. Their narrative right now is, oh, oh Sonny Christ. can't score. Should he be benched? Oh my goodness. Um, he was he he looked great, by the way, uh, yeah, on Saturday. Uh, I'm not. No, this is just it's silly. It's it's cool this is what happens when you have nothing else to think about, and no other sports to watch. You go, well, maybe the guy who won the gold boot last year is terrible now. By the way, how about Mosala? <laughs> I don't hear anything about him, guys. Uh, no, so I mean, listen, Sonny's Sonny's. You can see at times, uh, and what I wouldn't say in this match, but like there yeah. were times where he's like kind of off it a little bit. Um, but no, I mean, he looked great. I mean, Kane was playing him in. Uh, I loved seeing Richarlison play uh, ahead of Kulusevski, not because um, I thought that Kulusevski hasn't been anything but great this year, but uh, I did like getting. You have to get Richarlison time, and you have to get your. Again, I will repeat, golden boot winning forward, you got to get him going. 
So I, I think that he's going to be perfectly fine. And what about um, what, and so more 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 Spurs narrative? What do you make of Conte saying we're still three or four windows away? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's he's just he's, he's he's making sure that publicly his uh, first of all he's always gone everywhere he's gone. He's he always this. complained. You could give him 500 million pounds and he would still <laughs> bitch about not having enough resources to get what he needs done. So, so there's that, right? Like that's, this is, a, this is a thing that he does. Yeah, um, he yeah. did it at Chelsea. He did it at Inter. He's doing it at Spurs. So we're not surprised, I know, I know. but like, okay, great, great. Cause right now we're looking like one of the best teams in the league and we haven't even played that well yet. I think we played, this is one of our best games of the year so far, but like, Okay. Uh, good. Well, if you now, think now you have better, now you great. have you have your friends and my friends, Mr. Cities. Uh, you're going up to Manchester. Mm-hmm. You're going to be playing on a break. You're all ready for it. This is yep. this is your time to shine. Yeah. Uh, and City's defense is. We giving up goals. Both teams to score. That's the bet. Um, but no, I just uh, yeah, I felt good about this win. Um, I. I Getting the second goal was massive, uh, and I because I knew that it, that Fulham and likely Mitrovic would probably do something, uh, and the goal he scored was fantastic, absolute uh, top corner. They had some opportunities though. Loris was a, was really really great again. Um, I, I I have failed our listeners. I was too focused on being excited about the, the first game of first day of college football. The Christian Romero yellow card was the easiest bet in the world, and I didn't even. I didn't even place it. So uh, you can, you can be mad at me that I didn't tell you, but I didn't win any money on it either. So uh, my apologies, friends. Um, but yeah, I think that, uh, that they're starting to gel even more. And I liked seeing Richarlison get, you know, a start and, and he's, 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 uh, he's, he's pretty good. That dude. I, I, I remember when, you know, the, the rumors came out and I was like, I just don't, I don't like him. And I know he's really good. I just don't like him. And it took me like eight minutes. And I was like, I love this guy. He's my yeah, he's a, now. He's a shithole. He's a shit yeah. heel. Yeah. And he's, he's my shit heel. Yeah. He's the kind of guy he's, he's got the edge. He, he brings an edge, right? He yeah. has a yeah. thing that he yeah. does. Like it's very, well, I feel like it, it's something that Spurs actually needs. Yeah. Spurs needs those guys. Cause I think Sun and Kane are, I think Sonny has a secret edge. But I don't think people respect. There's a weird cognitive well, bias on Asian players. And I will, where no I will one, compare. No him. one thinks that they're tough, but they are. Com- yeah, I will compare him to one of his very good friends, Tom Holland. He's the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, right? Like he's not like the badass or anything like that. Kane always gets slighted for reasons yeah, we he, don't have enough time or energy to go into right now. But yeah, no, you're but right. You like, know, but you know what I mean? He's he's not a rah rah guy. He's got the hair lip, the weird lisp. Like he doesn't, you know, he's. He's a badass. Right. He wants to win. I'm not questioning his competitiveness, but from the surface, you're not seeing, you know, he doesn't get in guys' grills. He's not Ronaldo throwing his hands up. Sonny's like a nice guy. He does his little camera thing. Yeah. But, I mean, no, he'll I know. kick I you. If you kick him, he'll break a but, so you He'll break somebody's leg if he has that's to. Right. <laughs> but, uh, no, I think, uh, you know, Richarlison brings that, that fuck you-ishness. Back he'll, to get, he'll get you. He'll get you a yellow. And, uh, and and but yeah, well, it's him and Romero who who were you know Brazil, Argentina, famously last year. Romero almost tried to break his leg 
in the yeah. game against Everton late in the year. Awesome. Uh, he posted it on Instagram after the yeah, game. Like, amazing. it was a whole thing. But now they're, they've joined forces, and yeah, yeah. Uh, nobody's safe. Not even By the, way, I, the, I know the, this the is... defending champions, who we beat twice last year. I, I will remind you of that. I know. By the way, I, I left something out. I do want to track back to the United thing. It goes back to the Argentinian. That Martinez, Masio, Masio, that those two dudes, the two the two changes Hello, to Masia. yeah the the two changes to the United defense completely transformed their personality. They just like high fiving, they're fucking slapping. We, yeah, we said this. We said this on the last episode. I know, yeah. just, it's, it's, but they did it again. They're still like no, no, I know, I know. Fired I know. Up. It's so good. It's like I, you know. I love watching people celebrate non goals like goals. It's the best. You know, we talked about we talked about Emmy Martin or Martinez like just yeah, doing the dicking around. Yeah, yeah it's right. Awesome. Like so, it's 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 okay. So we have the uh, on field quality. We've beaten this horse to death and back. But like, there's so much quality on the field in the Premier League. But there's so much personality and nonsense. You've got um, uh, uh, Richarlison doing the keep ups. You've got. Anthony doing the step overs. It's awesome. Fucking, you got Black Panther coming back for Chelsea now, right? So, Obama Young's back. So, there's, 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 depending on what side you're on, heroes, villains, personalities. And then I think, I think a little bit like like even, even City, like, we need Grealish. He's such a shit heel. Well, you got, you got Holland now who has a personality, personality. right? Yeah. 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 And so, that stuff uh, matters, especially like you've got to push the team. Like, City's personality has changed with Holland. I think that. There is an yeah. adjustment kind of going like, he's fired up. I got to get yeah. him the ball. Yeah, and yeah. I think, um, you know, it, it reminds of the Diego Costa uh, oh, he's coming back. Mourinho That's years. Yeah, right, exactly. He's back to like – But you can so, go down but, the list and more teams have a character. Mitrovic is a character, oh, right? He's so, badass, yeah. yeah. But, just, but then going into another game that I wanted to touch on just because, you know, it's my beloved Brighton. We talked about the score, but oh, Leicester is remiss. in really trouble. And they don't have anything. There's nothing coming from that team right now. No. Like even Vardy on a losing team, he's not he's not doing his bird. He's got nothing. Like you know, your your wife is a grass. If, you know, they, all he has is that. There's no change. Here's a number. You ready? There's seven, five starters from Brendan Rodgers' first game still in the first team. Yeah, that's wait. That's tw- 2009, uh, 2019. They're still playing. It's not 2009. Same. No, it's not. 2019. They're still playing the same guys. It's still yeah. Johnny Evans. It's still Tielemans. It's still, you know, it's still Madison. It's still Vardy. They're all still there. And it's just not working at all. Like, no. they are fragile. They are now in the, are they going to get relegated race, world, place? How do you, I think that's one of the things that I find fascinating. Like, there are things that are true. We think are true. Leicester are a good squad. Brendan Rodgers is a good coach, but they're broken. Uh, Can hi. that coach get that team back, or does it have to be someone new? I don't think you've lived this as a City fan, but I sure as hell did with Spurs, yeah, with Pochettino. Yeah, so, I mean, that was that was it, right? Like, I mean, granted, the leash – well, technically, the leash was pretty long, was long. into November. Yeah. But, I mean, it was – don't get me started, but but it, well, but you had that point, secret. You had that Champions League run that kind of hit it the year. Yeah, before. yeah fine. But the, but the idea that, that well, you just said five players in this in the first team still. That when you said that, that reminded me of late Pochettino because he's looking around like it's these same Dick Tom and Harrys. Really? Are you fucking kidding me? Like I, I got Harry wanted to leave two years ago, and he's I got to pencil him in. Yeah, 
<laughs> right. I mean, that's probably how he feels about Telemans and Fafana and all these guys. But yeah. I, but can, is, can Rogers turn it around? He's kind of just like shitting on the team. He's put, he's doing all this stuff. And I think it's a really cool juxtaposition because now you have Brighton. It's like the scales of justice are just like, this team was the model team that's now finishing in fifth. And now we have Brighton sort of lifted into that place where yeah. it's just like, Hey, it's eight games in. Okay, they're not going to finish in, in the top four, but hey, you're not going to you're not going to learn anything. We haven't already told you about Brighton, but but a quick word on Alexis McAllister because so holy good. shit, you talked about it in the VAR conversation, but um, what a thunderbolt of a goal and a goddamn travesty that it was taken <laughs> off. But but yeah, he gets the penalty back, and I was happy to see that he took the pen. And then the last one, I was like, look at this motherfucker, unbelievable. So, um, but the even thing, this is another moment of Potterism. The guy was signed as a number 10. He's turned him into a six. Guy's wearing a 10 on his shirt. He's back there hanging out. They mm-hmm. signed Caicedo 18 months before Basuma because they're like, you know, Basuma's good. We're going to have to sell him. Let's get this guy now. There's just so much like yeah. conveyor belty kind of smart football goes into Brentford. We know we have these two teams that are really models right now that we love a lot. And then we have our other, our other, I feel like. Villa has left us. We're no longer friends of Villa, but Southampton still has love. I, I think I'm back. I'm back in love with with Southampton a little bit, even though they did, uh, you know, they did lose this week. But yeah, I, I do find the the thing to do for with Rogers is weird. I mean, he's 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 at the point where he's gonna get canned. It's just gonna happen if he can't move this team forward. Uh, we have one international break, and then we have the World Cup. I don't know. Yeah. We still don't know how it's going to work, but it's well. Like I said, there's 16 games before out. the World Cup, so it's not going to. They're not going to wait that long. Um, but uh, just you know, it, it, again, harking back to walking through that Pochettino era. At the end, it was toxic for everybody because we're going to pretend that these these the people involved they're not human beings, but they very very much are. Do you think that this hasn't been just the entire uh, Fofana ex- experience, right? Like he's not leaving, he's not leaving, he's not leaving. He knows, right? Um, so that entire experience, uh, just the whole preseason being marred by you're selling people. You're not bringing anybody in. Um, and now there's right. horrible results. And and there's got to be infighting. And 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 it's just a shitty, miserable place to be. And I feel bad uh, for, for Barrage and for this Leicester team that we've sort of all sort of grown up with, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they kind um, of they have this. It's seven years, man. Yeah, they won the fucking title, and it's two years. Is it two years? Well, not last year. Yeah, the year before last, they won the FA Cup, which for them, that's right, was huge. I mean, I mean, for Leicester to win an FA Cup, you know, you have the pictures with with uh, Arlo White, the world's most famous uh, Leicester fan for American fans. It's really uh, Gary Lineker is the most famous Leicester fan, but. Uh, you know, they, they're crying in the stands. Dad hadn't seen wins since, you know, 1950. You know, these, these kinds of things for there are where you are in your growth is like an FA Cup is huge. Like if Spurs won an FA Cup, it'd be massive. Yeah, sure. For you guys, it'd be tremendous. So yeah. we're at City, we're just like, yeah, no, nah, we've got our eye on other things. <laughs> it'd be nice, but it's not important. So um, do you want to talk about Brentford? Did you watch him or you want to you want to talk about the Champions League? Uh, well, yeah, we touch on Brentford real quick. I mean, I didn't, I didn't get a, a whole heck of a lot of watching him, but I was keeping an eye on the highlights. We had the uh, 
the Spurs match on the on the big TV, and we had an iPad with Goal Zone, which was I highly recommend, friends. Uh, that's well, the way especially to go when there's the, like eight games on it. Once. Yeah, so the three PM games on a Saturday, that's the way to go. But yeah, I mean, was, I mean, I've been an, I'm an early adopter of Ivan Tony. I love him. I have him in fantasy again this year, and he just helped me cruise so to good. victory this week with a hat so trick. Good. Big fan. So good. The other one is uh, what is up with Wisa and the late finishing goals? Guy just comes off the bench and scores goals. All he does is no. I'm I'm Yon Wisa is a good. He's a good shifty player. Uh, It just was for me. It was a thing about minutes. Like I never thought he was going to be that guy that could really put it together uh, and and have a full ninety or a a, a string of nineties. But yeah, I mean, the thing about you know the headline for Tony is that he you know the three goals and all that stuff. He's actually he's, more of a uh, not, uh, Firmino type. Yeah, uh, he's he at, has he's at that that Caney, Tenny, ten and a half, Ian yes, Nacho, he's yes, the he's nine a, and a half. He's the nine and a half. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, um, I mean, I'm not saying I, I know remember, anything. But... No, no, because I, I learned I learned a lot of this because I, I I've had him the last few years in fantasy, so I would watch Brentford. Obviously, if you listen to the show, you know we love Brentford. Um, but when I learned that, I'm like, he was not an out and out number nine he's just oh, he's, a, a, he's a little bit more he prefers to make a good pass than, than take a, a shot from open play at least except um, Buemo hit the post fourteen thousand times wow well, so right exactly and so year. yeah last year yeah so i mean uh so that's there kind of the thing that i find that's interesting about tony that was another var pen that's bizarre that game they just gave him penalty out of the blue uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. so I, that team i love that team's doing well although i was on a reddit board there's an amazing I hate Brentford post that's from a Swansea fan that is just, I have to share uh, later on. <laughs> it's just like pure <laughs> hatred, pure hatred from a Swansea fan from when they were in a championship. It's like a meme, a meme. Of oh, just like, awesome. I hate them. I hate everything about them. I hope they burn in hell. I hope like, whoa, Thomas Frank is a phony. I'm like, ow, this guy's nuts. Ow. Well, you know, you just, you, you get, you, you miss going up by some team knocking you out. That's enough. You're just like, oh, I, yeah. hate you. You hate I hate you no, forever. Yeah. Please die in a fire. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's Chelsea it. get by. Like, we talked about Chelsea West Ham quickly. But I like, forgot about that game. Yeah, uh, they get by, and um, they don't deserve it though. They're still they don't but they get the three points. They're on ten. But it's interesting looking at the table right here because you've got Arsenal and City and Spurs at the top. Obviously, it could, it could end this way. The only one that's Brighton's got to get out of there. Like, Brighton's going to fall a little bit. Yeah, Liverpool but, will be in there. Well, that's what I mean. Are they United? United, obviously, things change quickly, right? But I mean, I had United in the top four ahead of Chelsea. I had Chelsea in the six seven range this year, and I caught some shit for that. I had them at four. I just didn't trust Ten Hag, and I'm happy to be wrong. I just didn't. I didn't know enough. Sure, right. But but Liverpool's behind Chelsea right now. So so if we're saying Chelsea effectively has to jump two teams ahead of them, and I mean, you know. Four points at this stage of the season is nothing. And the games are coming thick and fast. And I understand that. And Chelsea are still betting in new signs. And they're going to get better. And Fafana is going to play. And I understand. Yeah, Two but teams thing, is a lot. The thing is, is that I think there's one thing that we know. And we know that Tuchel doesn't pull things back and get them back on track. Right. Like he's not. And like the problems for Chelsea are not the things that Tuchel's good at. He's. And Chelsea's good at, for that matter. Chelsea, in its DNA and in its heart, is a defense-first, smash-mouth, get a goal, go home, leave you mad and bloody team. Yeah. And that's not the play. That's not the personnel they have. 
mm-hmm. you need a you need a fist at the front of that team, and they have little <laughs> fingers, right? They but you need what you need finger, right? You need what's weird is like they need Mitrovic. Well, okay. Do they need Mitrovic? Do they have yeah. Lukaku? Did, did they have Lukaku? Yeah, but, Lukaku they- but Lukaku, that's not what Lukaku is a ball to feet. He's more. He looked. The problem with Lukaku is he looks like Drogba, but plays like Aubameyang. Yeah. <laughs> so he's a ball to feet. That sounded meaner than you meant for it to sound, but I like it. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, because Aubameyang does like I don't know. I don't know why. Aubameyang's not going to score goals for this team. I don't no. know why they think he will. He's I don't he's so. a run onto things. He's a cut in from the inside. He you know they don't create enough, and yeah. they need someone that a ball will stick. Then the small little freaking uh, the, the attacking mids can can run around them, and he can play those balls in. But right now they kind of just fiddle around. And yeah, sure, Havertz got his shit house goal, and that's nice, and they 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 got it done, but. They're getting it done because they're super talented and it's a half a billion dollar squad. But it's not working. If that's no, I, I would agree. Terminology. I would agree. No, no. And again, the margins are small at this point in the season, and it's and you can make it up fast. And one and of these teams, he, he could completely change it, and they could go on a run. But as much as we love we Brighton, see, as much as we both love Brighton, we would both be shocked if they finished ahead of Chelsea in the table. But we do think Liverpool's going to. If if right? we do, then then Potter should be the coach of Chelsea. Right, right. <laughs> but, but we do think Liverpool's going to stay ahead of them. So or, or get ahead of them. And right now they're only a point behind with, oh, by the way, 10 goal difference on them. Well, that was um, all on one, right? I understand, but but that doesn't make it count less. So no, no, no. Yeah, I think so, the so thing, if you the have thing to is jump it... Liverpool, you have to jump two more teams again in the top four. I just think that Liverpool will find Right now, what's happening with Liverpool, I don't think it's a game. It's a playing thing. So, oh, I actually listened to a really good article. It's the it's the midfield, not in its creativity, but it's in generation of turnovers. Because they never really had really good creativity. Their midfielders were creative because they just took the ball. Yeah. And so everything, Salah would get the ball in space with one defender or defenders moving. Because what's Salah good at? He's like the fastest mover with the ball you can find. But now there's two people on him. It's 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 15 meters further down. Everything is off. All the spacing is off. They're not moving as a unit. They're not getting the turnovers. The turnovers are happening 20 yards deeper. Everything is off, and it's just not clicking. Like, they just need – they have to get that aggression back. And I don't know if the player is on the team to get that, but they need it. They need a Basuma. They need – they really need like Hoiberg. They need some mm-hmm. different. They need Wijnaldum. They need those. Well, those and that's fighters. where their, their their softness continues to be. Arthur, they expect to hopefully you know bridge that gap a little bit, but who but knows? He's more of the, a passer. The thing I will say is that Darwin Nunez has never meant a shot he doesn't like. Right? Good. That's so, what he should do. No, I understand, <laughs> but but I think that you know we always talk about you know the ninety plus eights and all that stuff. And oh, by the way, real quick on that. Um, our friend Bart, a uh, friend of the show, was at that game, and it, the goal was in his end, and he was telling me a little bit about it. That's fucking incredible. So we love hearing about experiences when folks get to go over there, and like you know, we, we get up every Saturday, Sunday morning, and, and watch these games. But when you get to experience it live, there truly is nothing better than that. So that's awesome. And uh, if you have any interest in going out there, 
let us know and we can talk to you about it because we've, we've done it a few times or whatever but like you glad that our, our buddy was able to get there um but no I, it's um but yeah i i think nunez needs to steal a couple of games for them over the course of this this figuring it out phase for them right right they'll get there i i'm not I, i'm not i you know rumors of of Liverpool's demise are greatly exaggerated. Oh, greatly. Oh, no, no, absolutely. I just said that they finished in the top four still. But the point is, is that, um, you know, I think that they need they need a hero while they get their shit together, right? And yeah, I think yeah. Nunez can be that guy. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's do a quick rundown of what's going on tomorrow in the Champions League. I'll just read off the schedule. You know, you can stop where we want to. Dynamo Zagreb. Chelsea goes away to Zagreb. That's a place to drop points. That's a tough stadium. Dortmund, yeah, I Copenhagen. did say that, but they, again, they're going to take on a, a shit side. Oh, yeah. they're going to full. So they have easy. They have easy travel. Is the is the issue? So I actually don't think that they will be in as much trouble as I thought when that when the group came out. Yeah, we'll see. City, City, go to the Maestaya in Sevilla. Uh, what else? PSG, Juve. It seems like they play every year. Yeah, um, right. Uh, Ajax, Rangers, Ajax, Ajax Rangers is a okay. really really good one. It's in yeah. Ajax, but that's kind of a. a a, a shit Champions League, but a really good Europa League game. That's a great. That's like a Europa League final. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah. and then and, you guys, and, you guys are hosting Marseille, and Liverpool goes to Napoli, where I'd hope the Napoli Dons are throwing firecrackers at them. So there's so there's three things on my radar here. Celtic Madrid at Celtic Park is going to be a lot of fun until Madrid scores their third goal of the game. Um, Napoli Liverpool, like you said, again Inter versus Bayern. Inter is the sneaky team in that group. That might take Barcelona's spot. We'll see. I, I they Italian play teams have not made miserable. it out of the round of sixteen in three years. Okay, but they made it out of the group stage. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Tottenham so. Marseille is a sneaky, difficult game. I, I'm not going to sit here and complain about the team that Spurs got drawn with in pot four uh, because the, the group is a walkover. But Marseille is comfortably the best team in pot four. I don't think there's any argument on that. And uh, they've got a lot of. I've, I've mentioned this on a, on the the draw recap episode. Yeah, a lot of Arsenal players on Marseille, so they're going to have their, their their well. It, it their makes sense. Sharpened. It makes sense. I believe that League On is the number one source of players in the Premier League, outside of mm. English players, something like that. Interesting. Sound, it always feels like it's not, but France provides a lot of players uh, because well, they have a really good farm system in their league. Doesn't well, Arsenal send them the other way. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah, they're sending them back. <laughs> um, yeah, right. no, no, I mean, I am excited that Champions League is back. Uh, I don't know. There's a, a ton of heavy hitter games uh, yeah. this week, but keep an eye on it. Um, I do. I do. We did. We, I did. We did leave one thing out. Our friend Jesse Marsh got a red card. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> so uh, he's a little. He's a little fired up. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Quick that, best uh, bet segment. Uh, oh, take God. the overs. Just take the overs on Champions League games. They score goals in bunches. Just take the overs. You know what? Erling Holland is going to score five goals in Sevilla. Like it's going to get some, some, somebody's going to have a crooked number where you're like, whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, all right, Mike, I'm done. All right, that was the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Mike Salerno and Laurent Fourteenth. We are the football wing of the Chop Sports Network. We are getting our recording schedules right, so we record on Mondays and Thursdays. So be sure to subscribe wherever you can get your podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you're listening on Apple, please rate and review the show. It makes a difference. Also, in the description, please join the WhatsApp group. Shout out to Manny, Dima, Alex, Chari, the whole gang uh, for being and chatting on the show. It's been really fun to have you guys on.